it mean to be a successful early years educator? In this week's episode, I'm going to tell you, and I bet it's not what you're thinking. Hi, my name's Kimberly, and I'm your host for this week's podcast episode. I'm also founder of Casey Consultancy, which is an international hub for supporting early years teaching, training, and inspiration. With all the work I do, I'm about empowering early educators to be the very best version of themselves by creating a perfect blend of professional knowledge and development alongside valuing your self-care and well-being. Oh, I am so looking forward to this week's podcast. We are going to get into it in just a moment. I've just got back from one of my favourite spin classes, which involved singing along to my favourite song by Ed Sheeran. Can you guess which one it is? If you've followed me a little while now, you'll know that it's Castle on the Hill. I love that song and it has a real personal significance for me. So when I heard it in the class, it just made me feel so good. I also heard a a quote this week by Joe Wicks, the body coach, who said that we used to exercise to look good. Now we need to exercise to feel good. So I hope that you've managed to get lots of movement into your day. It really does lift the way that you feel. Now let's get straight into our podcast. This one is going to be a good one. Now for me, I have discovered that success should be based on happiness and very little else. I found this out at a time when professionally, I could have been described as being a successful person at my job. I progressed up the career ladder. I was leading an outstanding foundation stage unit. I'd been invited to co-author a book with an early years pioneer. I spent my holidays presenting at conferences around the world and writing for various national educational magazines. But all of this happened at the price of what? I wasn't happy. I was exhausted. My bank balance looked healthy, but I was always too busy to invest time in creating moments, visiting and taking delight in seeing new places and those that were familiar. So in the words of one of my favourite country singers, Carrie Underwood, when you realise that love is all that matters, most of all, it suddenly makes everything else seem so small. I had a moment, a moment that made me recognise the fact that there was more to life than having money in my bank account, than having a good job title. The moments that were happening around me were getting missed. What mattered to me really was creating memories, spending time with family and friends, having a really good laugh. Um, And I had a conversation probably about a year ago now with um, a friend that's a really uh, good head teacher and he had a huge realization about his balance in life as well and success and what it meant to him. He'd worked incredibly hard over the years and Um, Like me, he'd worked himself up the career ladder, he took on every opportunity he could to do well, he was always trying to do the best for his school, volunteering to do lots of extracurricular things, um, meeting the local community, often on his weekends, and then one day his father got so poorly, um, he was hospitalised, and a few days later he tragically passed away. Now, my friend had been getting on with work so hard and putting in all these hours, he hadn't got his balance right. And so 
sadly he'd missed saying goodbye to his father and being there for his mum. And it took this really horrible time in life to actually realise that something was very wrong. And yes, he was successful in terms of his job title, but actually he was missing out. His success should have been based on happiness and very little else, and it wasn't. Now, this week we had the locksmith round, a really wonderful guy. We've used the same locksmith now for the last 12 years, and so we've got to know him quite well. He was doing a little bit of a security audit at our house, um, just checking that we had all the necessary things that we need to be safe and secure. And the locksmith, as I said, he's wonderful, but he talks so much. And our locksmith, he's probably in his early 60s now. And he was telling me that he, as a younger professional, used to think that success was working every hour of the day, having a load of cash in the bank, being busy and telling his friends that he was always busy. You know, he was working, he always had different projects on, he started renovating houses in his spare time. He had a load of rental properties as well. And for him, it's taken him till he was nearly 60 years old to realize that this actually isn't success at all. He's realized that all those happy moments he's missed out on throughout his life. He had this mentality as well that he was living for his retirement, that he was building that nest egg in the bank so that when he eventually retired mid 60s, he could go off and travel around the world. He could spend time with his family. He could go out for walks over in the uh, Lake District, but now he's not in the best of health. And he's realized that he's left the best of his um, happiness till the end of his life when he isn't in the best of health to actually enjoy it. Some of the people that really mattered to him and that uh, he was close to are now not around. And I feel really sad for him. I feel really sad that it's taken till he's 60 to get to this point. Because for me, I realized the importance of success and happiness much earlier on in life. I probably realized it when I was in my late 20s. And I, I actually feel lucky in that. I have stopped wasting so much time doing things that are not important anymore. Um, and I, I want that to happen to you. I want you to have this aha moment now about yourself and what success means to you. I don't want something tragic to happen or for you to think that you can be an amazing person at your job, but you have to feel a burnout to get to that point. Now, you know, Danes actually see overworking as a sign of not being competent, that you're not efficient, that you don't have systems in place that support you. So actually putting in more hours and being busy in Denmark is not seen as success. The Swedes as well, they are very keen on achieving balance in life and they get a lot of their balance by um scheduling time in with family they see that when they are around family and friends that they have more happiness and so they do something on a friday night called for me and it's a little bit of a friday night tradition centered around being cozy and being around people that feel amazing so everyone brings tacos and like fajita wraps 
um, they prepare different fillings and they just relax and chat. Maybe they'll bring um, a movie to watch as well. I love this idea. I love that it happens maybe once a month and it really is just so casual and so relaxing. And the fact that you're not hosting a dinner party, which means everybody has to just uh, rely on the host to prepare all the food and that person stuck in the kitchen all night. I love that shared responsibility as well about preparing for the evening and everybody taking that part in bringing more joy as well. So we're going to try it, me and my family, we're getting together this Friday and we're going to try Fred Agsme's. Um, so I can't wait. And if you keep an eye on my Instagram stories, I'll share a few snippets from the evening as well. So let's get back to this success. If happiness equals success and vice versa, what three things can we do today to feel more of this and actually achieve it in our life? The first thing I'd like to recommend is having that belief. Belief equals mindset. So you have got everything inside of you to be what you want to be. You can be happy, you can be excited, but then you can also be scared, you can be fearful, you can be full of anxiety. But that these feelings and the way you respond to situations are the things that you can control through the power of your mindset. You can be dreading a day, but then change that by bringing some excitement to it. Yesterday, I was having a pretty rubbish day to start with. To begin with, I know this sounds so silly, but I opened a new yogurt and the yogurt lid fell on the floor, landing, as you can guess, the wrong way up. And I just thought to myself, oh, this day is just, yeah, it's not going to be good, which is a really silly thing to do. The next thing, it had snowed. I am not the best at driving and I needed to drive um, me and my cat Jasper to the vets. He had an early morning checkup. So this was already getting into my brain that I had to do this and I was worrying about it. Um, I was also anxious about going to the vets with Jasper. Um, we've not been for two weeks now and he was going to be having an x-ray on his leg to see if it needed to be amputating or whether it was recovering okay. So I was quite nervous about this. I also hate parking at the vets. It's a really tiny car park and I'm just not the best at parking. <laughs> Alongside that, I have a fear of dogs. <laughs> so as you can see, this wasn't all weighing up to be a great day. Dropped Jasper off at the vets, came home, and oh no, the Wi-Fi has stopped working. Oh my goodness. I had so much to get through yesterday as well. I couldn't afford to not have a connection to the internet. So I sat probably for about 10 minutes feeling really mopey, really miserable, feeling a bit lost. What do I do? This is a really rubbish day. And then I pulled it all together and I thought, come on, Kimberly, you can change this. I reminded myself that I have got everything inside of me that I need to be happy and to be excited about things. So I thought, right, what can I do about this situation? How can I improve it? So I went for a walk in the sunshine around our local community garden. I saw a poster for a Hugo event that was being run at an elderly care home in the, in the village I live in. 
And I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is definitely the right village to live in. When you just see something like this, you just recognize the fact that you're yeah, in the right place. So I contacted the um, email address that was on the poster and I said I would love to be part of this. I'd love to um, come and help and support or bake a cake or do something to be involved and enjoy this moment. So I did that. And then, as I said, I had lots to do yesterday. I needed connection to the internet. So I found a local cafe and they had internet. So I went and sat in there. I had a cup of green tea. I even had a lovely slice of cake. And I just felt so much better. I was able to get the jobs done that I needed to. I was in a nice environment. I think a change of scenery helped as well. And then after that, I managed to get through some life admin that I've been putting off for a while, like registering at the doctor's, doing some grocery shopping. And I came back home feeling so much better. So that was an example of how you can change your mindset. You can choose whether you're just going to mope around the house, feeling fed up, or you could actually do something about it. Okay, my recommendation for number two to be successful is think of how you can have impact on other people and the children's lives who you spend your time around. This is going to give you purpose. This will give you the why for doing what you do. Whether it's investing time to really get to know that child in your class that's just on a bit of a self-destructive mission at the moment and you imagine the relationship building you can do here by tuning into their interests and getting to know the people that are important to them. You can make an impact. And when we start to do this, you will feel like you're living life with a purpose, okay? Recommendation number three, prioritize your time. Be productive, don't just be busy. And I know guys, I've talked about this loads on my podcasts, but busyness doesn't equal success. Be productive, chunk your time up, and this will help you achieve a better balance so that you're freeing up more time to have those meaningful moments. This will stop you from doing all those things that don't light you up as well. Learn to say no. I know this is a tough one. I've only just started doing this one myself. But say no to things that you know down the line are going to make you worried. Things that are going to have you dreading that week before it actually happens. Saying no isn't a sign of weakness. It's a sign of, actually, I know what's good for me and what's not. I am putting myself first. So, yeah, do that. And you are going to feel a whole lot better. Okay. So what I want you to do now is to grab a pen and paper or your phone and write down at least one thing that you're going to do, one action that you are going to commit to and invest your time in after listening to today's podcast. And then you can explore how you can be successful and get your happiness back. So in summary, to be successful, it should be based on happiness and very little else. Work on your positive mindset, have impact on those around you and prioritize how you spend your time. Make those changes now, lovelies. Okay, well, that brings me to the end of this week's podcast. 
before you go, I'd just like to ask if you've enjoyed this podcast, which I know lots of you are doing at the moment because you're sending me lovely direct messages about it. I would be so grateful if you could just write me an honest review over on iTunes. It helps this podcast to have more of an impact on others by increasing the awareness of this podcast going out. And also, I don't know if you know this, I hope you do, but next week on Friday, the 6th of May, May, March, (laughs) um, we have got our Who Get In The Earliest Spring Online Conference. And this is going to be so wonderful. We have got a great lineup of speakers, including the international best-selling author, Mike Viking, Jessica Joelle Alexander, who's author of Slow Parenting, and a whole load of other wonderful uh, people sharing their goodness with you. So if you'd like to find out more about this, then head to my website, www.whogetintheearlyyears.co.uk, and you can find out a lot more information on this. Okay, we'll have a great weekend, guys. Take care. Bye.